Excuse me. Put that in your recording. I just, it was literally, in, it's like literally started. You, <laughs> you, like, okay, I'm leaving that in. That, <laughs> That's like the, the clap at movies. This is, this is literally the start of the episode. We, I literally hit record to start recording and that's what Tom did. So we're leaving this in. Hey, Tom. What's up? What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? Um, a, a fancy fish. I don't know. So fishticated. Do you like that one? No. Do you like that one? Here we go. Let's it do it. Brutal. Welcome to Dad Tales, the podcast by dads for dads. Whether you're a new dad or a seasoned pro, we'll have something for you. Thanks for being here. What up, dude? Yo, yo. How are you? I'm doing well, man. It's been it's, a minute for us. It has. It's uh, it's always, you know, we record regularly, at least to make sure we have regular content, but that doesn't mean we necessarily record every week. Exactly. And um, we did a lot of recording really before Easter with the, the Easter reflection. And we did what you call the front load. Yes, we did. But it was nice. It was like nice kind of having a week off, but also like I kind of missed you. I like, I don't want to Aww. admit it because you're always dunking on me, but I did kind of miss you. <laughs> <laughs> uh dude yeah but you had a week of uh of fun in the sun uh well it was fun and there was some sun but it was, i don't know if or, it was it was cold it was cold and it was part of a week i shouldn't say it was a full <laughs> week but you should be proud of me today and well, i, I want to talk about your vacation but you should be no, proud no, of me i, today I because... am proud of you because the the mass the teacher has become no the student has become the teacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, I was like trying to think of like the right words. And I'm like, man, I'm butchering this. <laughs> because I brought the ingredients finally, like four weeks, four weeks of anticipation have finally paid off. Uh, I'm just glad you're finally pulling my, your weight around here to be quite honest. A little bit, dude. It's like a stone's worth, right? <laughs> Which, okay. But to be fair, this is really damn good. Sorry, pardon okay. my French, but this is very, this is a very, very good cocktail. Okay, you like it. So, so, so tell, this so, is the yeah, So this is you. Tell, tell people what what are we what are we drinking on this fine evening? Yeah, so wonderful, wonderful introduction. This is the Irish Maid. The Irish mm-hmm. Maid is um, it's a drink I I had at a, at a restaurant. <laughs> I don't have like an amazing origin story. I'm sure there is one. Uh, but I had this drink at a restaurant. I think I talked okay. about it in the previous episode. You did, and, yep. um, I think so. And it—I don't know why—it just sort of blew my blew my socks off. And so I looked it up, and so it's it's a Jameson. Yeah. Um, it's made with Jameson elderflower liqueur, uh-huh. uh, simple syrup, syrup, lemon juice, and the secret. Um, I think what actually what what why I actually like it is because there's like uh, there's muddled cucumber in it, and it okay. sort of just is like a. I don't know. It's like a rounded out flavor. It's pretty full. The cucumber makes it pretty fresh. The elderflower liqueur, I felt a little silly buying in the store, to be honest, because the bottle's pretty, you know. It's, it's really cute. good, though. I'm telling you, you can do a lot with that, even just like putting a little bit in a gin and tonic, or I have I drop it into like a glass of champagne sometimes, and it just really elevates. I mean, you can do really? a lot like, with it. Like a quarter of a shot? Or yeah, what? like like a quarter to a half an ounce is sometimes yeah. perfect. Like grab grab a glass of champagne and put it in, or, or make if you make a gin and tonic, which I know you like, you can drop like a quarter of an ounce or a half an ounce in that, and it just gives it like another layer of flavor, um, kind of yeah, elevates it does the have basic like- cocktail. Yeah, it's got like those aromatics a little bit, um, and I'm not Definitely. sure what they are, but uh, but it's good. Yeah, so I so I made a couple, and I think they're good. I actually, 
I looked at a couple of recipes and they made a couple and um, a lot of them are like really sweet and I don't really like really sweet drinks. But so this, but this, this one, isn't, that's kind of the nice thing is like, yeah, this is, this one's got, it's more Jameson, which is always a good thing. And then um, uh, it was a little bit, actually I found like a little lighter on the lemon juice uh-huh. made it, made it a little more palatable. It wasn't, it wasn't, didn't punch you in the, in the mouth so much. Yeah, no, that that's, that's fantastic. Um, that's awesome. So, Actually, this is kind of interesting. It was um, this cocktail was adapted from a recipe created by Jack McGarry at the Dead Rabbit in New York City. It's an Irish whiskey-based riff on a um, on a, a cocktail created by a guy named Sam Ross, which was the Kentucky made, which uses bourbon instead of interesting um, instead of uh, Irish whiskey. And Sam Ross, notably enough, which I don't know if we featured on the show, but I think I've made it for you. Sam Ross also created the paper plane, which we've had before. Dude, that's wild. Isn't okay. that crazy? So we've got a little bit of a, a little bit of a golden thread going here with our with our beverages. We do, we do. And oddly enough, I have finished my um my Irish maid and I am needing some additional whiskey. Okay. Um to you know, to enjoy during this podcast. So if you hear me rustling around here a that's little bit. That's what you're doing. That's what I'm doing. What's your so, whiskey of choice tonight? I don't know what I'm going to have yet. You know, I haven't quite decided. I think I'm going to go and get some E.H. Taylor. Okay, cool. That sounds good. Yeah, I, after my uh, Irish maid, I will be having this Captain Dynamite IPA from Voodoo Ranger. This is what I'm having after my Irish maid. Oh, I nice. feel like these Voodoo Ranger beers are... Uh, we've talked about it before the beer that you find in your millennial son's fridge yes but no doubt. <laughs> i just think they're all so good like i don't know they're they're nice ipas they're not again they're not going to punch you in the mouth they're just like they've got a lot of flavor and they're good it's good beer it's kind of expensive but no but it's good you know. but but honestly i like i mean there's i've actually had a lot of the voodoo rangers and they started out with just like i think like the it was just like the voodoo ranger now they have all these riffs and variations yeah. And I think they're all good. You know? Yeah, they really are. If Voodoo Ranger wants to sponsor us, um we would we would be sponsored. I would we not would say willing. no. Yeah, we would not <laughs> Exactly. We we are open to sponsors. So, you know, please <laughs> please come and sponsor us because unfortunately, I don't know, you know, um we can talk about him just briefly. I think we can come back to this later, maybe on another episode. Yes. But we haven't really heard much back from Mr. David Song. Um, so I have emailed him and I've been, con- I, it, it sounds like I'm going to be connected with another member of the team. Oh, so I think there's still some promise there, but just not a lot of, a, a lot of updates. I think that because we didn't respond quick enough, um, I think they kind of like took the account from Mr. David song. You know, they, they thought he was a little bit incompetent. Um, <laughs> and so now we're, we're going to be dealing with someone else. So that will, that's in the works. But, um, the last email I got was, basically like basically was not much other than like i cannot continue to correspond with you and you know please um, be on the lookout for correspondence from one of my my partners so you know it's a bummer but it's all about networking so if they're gonna if they're gonna put us in touch with someone else at least we can start to market some of our ideas well yeah and i and the thing is like i i told him the truth like i couldn't give my bank account because i spent so much on papa john's dude every friday papa friday during lent you know I mean, Dude, but you you came into a <clears throat> gosh i'm sorry these allergies i it's okay I feel like i keep losing my voice when i'm speaking so it's okay sorry I, I, we forgive you we forgive you 
you came into a uh, a flurry, a bevy of free Papa John's coupons though. I did. So yeah, that's actually, okay, that's a great, that's a great story. So my mom is a teacher uh, and she's going to be actually retiring at the end of the year, which is awesome. Uh, she's taught for gosh, over 30 years um, as an educator. Nice. It's been really cool. Wow, but that's, um, that's crazy. But she, as a, um, as a teacher got like all of like a, a stack and I'm talking like a pretty good sized stack of free Papa John's pizzas. Yeah. There are like 35 coupons. Well, there's like a bunch of coupons on them. And then the middle coupon is like free large pizza. And so, yeah. you know, I mean, my, my parents aren't going to eat all of them. So I'm like, I, I volunteer as tribute, you know, I'm happy to, <laughs> I'm happy to submit myself to, to this endeavor. Uh, and my dad, you know, you've met my dad, he's very much a couponer and sort of penny pincher and everything. And so my dad's like, you better yeah. use those coupons if we give them to you. I'm like, oh, don't worry. <laughs> don't you worry. I will use those coupons. <laughs> I promise you that. <laughs> Papa John's, if you want to sponsor us, we're open to that too. Yeah, yeah, we are. We love the spicy garlic. Like, honestly, we would, like, outside of the pizza, if you just want us to do, like, ad spots for spicy garlic on this show, like, we will, we would, we would do it. Like, uh, that, First of all, yeah. it's just very clear that we're up for sale. Like, we'll, <laughs> we'll sell we, to anyone. <laughs> we can be bought. Okay. We can absolutely be bought. Uh, <laughs> second of all, how funny would it be if there was just on your average podcast, like Dad Tales or whatever podcast you choose, there was just an, a 30 second ad spot for the spicy garlic sauce itself from Papa John's. That would be hilarious. Yeah. But it totally deserves yeah. its own commercial spot. No, it's it does. delicious. Do you like it's your fantastic. tongue to burn while you eat pizza? Well, look no further than the Papa John's spicy garlic. 25 cents. Spicy in, uh, spicy out. Yeah, exactly. Spicy in, S-I-S-O. Spicy in, spicy out. <laughs> so anyways, so um, yeah, we can be, we can be bought. Uh, I know we, we shouldn't, you know, just sell ourselves like this, but we can, we can be bought. Um, although I don't know, we we don't like subjecting our listeners to ads. So, you know, maybe we can't be bought. You never know. It has to be the right person. Yeah. Exactly. That's why there was so much promise with Mr. David's song. We'll I know, because I just felt like I even wrote a song for him. Sing us a song, Mr. David's song. I mean, but I don't want to sing the whole thing, but yeah. I bet he never heard that before in his entire life. You don't think? Probably not. Well, no. Maybe. maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's an original. It is. Yeah. I mean, uh, original that I caught from Billy Joel, but sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Dude, so uh, uh, before we get into your vacation, yeah, I know that you've you've been... You've got, you've had some good news. You've, you've been bragging a little bit the, the last day and a half. Uh, yeah. So everyone remembers that I was a, I don't know if I would say I was an initial investor in Dogecoin because there were people that were there a lot <laughs> earlier than I was. Sure. But, uh, you were there pretty like three cents, right? Uh, yeah. Like four, yeah. Four, like about four cents. Yeah. And my initial kind of $400 investment is now up over 1800 1900 uh it fluctuates but yeah it's, it, uh, just, you just watched it cross over the two thousand dollar fr- threshold just a little bit ago yeah he was holding it up for me and he was like dude check this out and it ticked over and i was like oh my gosh dude. and this morning today earlier today i sent you a picture and it was uh <laughs> uh it was at like a thousand so <laughs> i made up a lot of ground in just a couple hours here i don't you, know what's happening i, I mean that's that's great and it's exciting and it's very cool and i i'm still I think as is the rest of the world trying to learn what NFTs are and what, uh, what this digital currency is. I know there's people who know what it is, but it's so funny because I said to you the other day, like the stuff that people are buying with digital currency, yep. these NFTs for the most part. And obviously I haven't like explored the whole market, but like 
I said to you, like, they don't seem like I don't find value in them, right? Like, I don't find value in owning a one of a kind digital image, you know, like, yeah, I don't know why I just don't. Um, Or like a video of LeBron James dunking on somebody. Oh, dude, you know what we should do? We should do a dad tales NFT. Yeah, of me dunking on you. <laughs> okay, can is there if there's someone that listens, and I know there, I know one person in, that I have in mind that does listen. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is an artist. If you are an artiste and you want to draw a picture of Tom putting Ryan on a poster, we will figure out. We'll try to figure out how to digitize this and make it an NFT and like. It's so funny. And we'll sell it for dirt. I think it's super expensive. Cheap. I think it's like. I think it's like really well. I think well. I I think some of it. Create NFTs. Is it? I don't know. But like what? But like I'm. I own some coins. What if I could take some of my coins and turn them into an NFT? Yeah, I, I don't do know that. how it all works. But okay. Okay, but we'll, like, think, we'll, was, we'll we'll look into that. I was saying like, it, it's hard for me to find value in some of this some of this stuff, and I've heard other people say like, yeah, I don't really care about these trading cards. Sure. But I'm I'm doing this to like experience the market, and I've talked to enough people where. I think I've come to the conclusion that no one really knows what they're doing, <laughs> that this is all fake and that we're all just, we're all just, it's hive mind. It's conspiracy. I'm convinced. I, it is. It is interesting. I mean, I think um, I'm obviously being sarcastic, but it's just, it's so funny that like, this is so brand new and like people are just like going for it. I think, I mean, it's kind of cool. Well, and it's just so de- the The thing that worries me, if you're not like, like, I mean, you could put a lot of money into something, and like, if you put a lot of money into Doge like a year or two ago, and you wrote it out, you're 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 making a lot of money right now. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But there's also, um, like, I think there's some there's some danger in like, like I just think I just think people need to be smart with their money. Like, this is not investment sure. advice, and right. right, and like, I think I think that it's important that you know, you, you have to look at your, your own financials, what your risk tolerance is, what you, you know, what money you have to invest in diversifying your, your investment as well. Like, right. Like not putting all your eggs in a really aggressive basket. Like it's great to take some money and put it somewhere aggressive and hope that it does well, but the odds are that it might not do that well. And you have to be, you have to sort of understand there's a certain level of risk, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, And, you know, and if, if you put money into something and you're worried every time it drops, you know, then that, that should probably tell you a lot about whether you're, whether, you know, you're investing in the right place, right? Like, yeah, for sure. For sure. Does, does that make and sense? May, no, yeah, it does. And and I guess my, my approach to all this, and maybe it's a bigger conversation than a bigger deal. And we're not than, fiduciaries. Yeah. I'm so this is not, not do not take this advice. This is not financial advice. I need to put this disclaimer out there. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you going to um, say? Yeah, no, I, I, it's just interesting because like, I'm one of those people who like reviews things intensely before I buy them. Right. Yeah. Like I look at reviews, I look at, you know, whatever, all I, the websites for all the reviews to try and find the right product. And I think that is a, that's something that people of our generation of our age do just because that's, I mean, yeah. that's what we do. Yeah. Um, and so we also have just, access to a lot of information pretty quickly with smartphones <clears throat> and things like that. Like, well, you know, yeah. And some of it's unreliable right? Like it if is. you're looking for a reviewer for information and some of yeah. it's unreliable. So like, that's what, the, especially with crypto what, dude, like it, you can get on Twitter and you can have five different opinions of what a certain coin's going to do. And, well, exactly. That's know. why it makes me nervous. Cause it's like that, that personally, that's why I'm like hesitant to even enter, dip my toe in the water. Cause it's like, yeah, who do you trust kind of thing? You know? Yeah. 
And in full I mean, transparency guess... with Doge, like I literally, like I normally do a lot of research and I have some other coins that I've since like researched and sort of decided to put a little bit of money into, not that much. And I'm making money on those too. But I'll be honest, like Doge became a meme and I literally just put money into my Robinhood account yeah. to do it. And like it's paid, like it's turned out, but like the money that I put in, I, I sort of was like, if I were to lose this, it's going to be okay. Like I right. don't, I, I hate, like, I don't want that to, I, that's probably sounds like really privileged and sort of like not like a good idea. But like, I think sometimes if you're going to put your money into something like a little bit risky, like you do have to have that mindset where it's like, if this were to go, comp- like if I were to lose all of this, is this going to like absolutely crush me? You know, like I think that's when you anytime, look, I mean, I mean, that's anytime you invest in anything, whether it's financial or human emotional, like that's yeah. when you open yourself up to a huge investment, you open yourself up to risk. So I'm not judging you or anyone who's made an investment. I'm just saying yeah. for like for myself, it's it's hard for me to trust the resources. Um, and I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of funny because all this stuff, like I've been sort of watching you go through this, this journey, yes. as they would call it on The Bachelor. And um, the most dramatic I've, season of Ryan's crypto ever. <laughs> I, I've just been reminding myself of my dad uh, throughout this whole thing. <laughs> Dude, my I love my dad so much. And I'll never forget when I was in high school. Yeah. And I wanted an iPhone like everyone else wanted an iPhone. Right. Yep. And, uh, my parents, like I didn't get it. I didn't get a phone until junior year of high school yeah. and it was a slide phone with one of those keyboards. Sweet phone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't get an, I didn't get an iPhone until like, I didn't get a smartphone until like junior year of college. No, I, yeah, no, I, I didn't get a smartphone until I think I was in college, but I initially had in college, like a, a razor flip phone. Yeah, dude, those things were sweet. And, dude, I have to th- actually. I, I should like tell the silver, story. Was it pink or what? Uh, it was like yeah, it was the silver one. And this is this is uh, my my parents almost murdered me for this. But um, so my I didn't have texting. Like I literally on it. I only had um, uh, minutes. like minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and because my parents didn't want to pay for texting because like at the time like texting wasn't unlimited or sort of you know like yeah like, no i got you it like, was like it was you like paid per text yeah it was like eight cents a message right so i remember i uh god this is so bad i copped uh i like figured out what my dad's social security number was because he was the like head of our account <laughs> like this is so bad dude this is like like this was such this was like truly another learning experience like ryan is an idiot like these are the stories that we continue <laughs> to tell right i got fired from mcdonald's so i figure out I'm like a, I think I'm like a freshman. I think I'm like a freshman in college or like maybe yeah. I'm in, I might've been like in eighth grade going into college. So I, my parents had like paying for my phone. My parents are both teachers too. Remember that, right? Like they're not. Wait, hang wait. On. Okay. Wait. Yeah. What? You were in eighth grade going into college, right? No, or sorry. I meant, um, I meant like a senior in, in high school. I'm sorry. I, no, you did. Okay. I know you yeah. Did. Um, so I remember that I really wanted, cause a lot of my, all my friends, all my friends had texting and they're like, why can't we, you know, we text you, you know, yeah, you're good at no, it. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. okay, so there's like some peer pressure, right? Which does not make what I'm about to tell right, but this is the reality of it. And, and you know, but this is also like, I think it's important. This is, this is like sort of a parenting thing, but like your kids are going to make mistakes, right? Obviously you hope that you teach them, you know, like not to make catastrophic, you know, like, like they still have to be good citizens and good people. Right. But like kids are going to make mistakes, especially kids in high school, kids in college, like they're going to do stupid stuff. Like that's unfortunately, that's just the reality. Like as you mature, you learn stuff, right. And Mm -hmm. you learn from your mistakes. And obviously that's the biggest thing is that you don't make that same mistake again. So, um, 
I think my dad was like the owner of the account, right? And uh, I figured out what his social security number was, and I like called AT and T, and I was like, I was like, I'm basically was like I'm Bruce Johnson, and I gave him, I gave they, they like needed the number to get into the account, and I enabled texting. No. <laughs> and then I ran up the bill, and my dad like like almost strangled me and made me pay for every single text that I sent, yeah. which was well deserved, yeah. and I learned a lesson from that. But um, yeah, that was uh. Yeah, I should not have done that. Dude, that was such dude. a bad. That was such a. Looking back, I'm like, that is that was such a bad decision. Like, what what are you doing? Like, like now as a parent pretty, and like an adult, it's pretty bold, dude. That's I know, pretty bold. I know, but like now as an adult and a parent, I'm like, what? Like, I'm like, I like look back at like that, and I'm like, what in the, like what in God's name made you think <laughs> that was a good idea, Ryan? Like, like. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my parents and I have reached the point in our relationship where they'll be like, uh, like my mom said something the other day, like, yeah, remember when you did this? Yeah, you turned out okay though. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just like we're we're acknowledging the idiot things that I've done in the past, and yeah, I and don't love it, but <laughs> no, and I, no, and and like the the reason that I tell this story is not because I'm obviously not proud of it, right? Like, sure, like, and this is like sort of out in the public domain, so it's sort of embarrassing right that like i did that but at the end of the day i think like that's our job as parents is like one to try to raise our kids to make good decisions right but two when they don't make the right decision like correcting that and being like look you didn't make the right decision here and so that way as they get older and wiser right which i think we all do like you know hope so yeah uh, hope so as you get older as you get wiser you can um uh you know we can you can make continue to, to learn and make better decisions I think you're right. I think it's all, I mean, that's what, that's what it is. Make, making mistakes and and learning from them. Um, And you're right. The key is just to not do it again. Yeah. It's so funny. Dads, man, I'm sure there's going to be something that we're like, no, we cannot do this for my dad. It was, it was the data on the, on the smartphones. Oh yeah. He, he was like, no, three gigs a month for the whole family. So I was always like turning my data off and like, when I was out yep. with my friends, they were like, "Oh, look at this YouTube video." And I was like, "Can I look at it on your phone? I can't. I can't turn on my data." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's it's just it's so funny. But so back in the day, my dad was always like, he was just like, "I I don't believe that one." I, he's like, "I don't think one device can do so many things well." He's like, "You have a calculator because it's really good at being a calculator." Yeah, you have this because it's really, and that was like. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's just like, that's my dad's mentality for things. Yeah. And that's how I feel like I'm thinking about crypto. Like you, you don't invest in something that doesn't exist. You invest <laughs> in, in uh, whatever, uh, something that exists. I don't know. Yeah. Stock. All I can think of right now is Johnson and Johnson. And that's a, not something you want to invest in right now. No, no, no. And, uh, well, and you know what I, you know what I was thinking of, you know, what's funny when you're talking about like the calculator thing, I just remember in high school, I don't know if this happened to you, but your math teacher's like, you're not going to be walking around with a calculator in your pocket all the time. So you need, yeah, to know, you need to know how to do long division. And now it's like everyone and their mother walks around with the calculator in their pocket. <laughs> Dude, I added like 28 and 32 today. And I was like, oh, thank God I have my calculator. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, what I what I want to start doing is just carrying a big old TI-83 plus around in my pocket now. Those uh, were cool, though. Those were cool. They, they had, like, they had, like graph, and, and you could, like, graph and stuff. Yeah, but... Do, do the kids these days still use them? I don't know. I think they they I think they do. I, yeah, actually, I think Probably. they're still around. But um, but anyways, that's a pretty... That is a pretty embarrassing and sort of, like, a story that I'm ashamed of. But I, I think uh, yeah. 
it's our job as parents, as our kids get older, to teach them right from wrong. And when they make them, and the thing is, when our kids make a mistake, whether it's really, really small or whether it's like pretty bold and stupid, like what I did, it's like how do we teach them not to do it again? And and I think that that is, yeah, that's an important. It's just an important thing as parents. We're going to have to deal with more and more, especially as our kids get older. Yeah, for sure. Don't feel too bad. I'm sure there's been worse things that I've done. So don't worry. About I mean, it. at the end of the day, like, I mean, I don't, I don't, and I still don't know, like, I don't know if I called, I, I somehow I got texting enabled and I don't know what I had to do to do it, but like, I figured out basically how to like get it done. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm pretty sure that, um, um, I, I'm pretty sure that however I did it, like when I did it, my parents didn't know that I did it. And then all of a sudden my dad got a bill and he's like, what the hell is all this texting? Yeah, why? Is like we didn't have we didn't enable texting. And I'm like, oh, and then I and then I came clean. I'm like, oh, I enabled it. And he's like, okay, well, if you want to do that, then like you better one. I'm pissed that you did that behind my back. You just right. need to come talk to me, right? And two, um, he's like, you're gonna pay for every single message you sent. And I was working at the time, so I I I think I'm pretty sure we squared up, and you know, sure. But it's it's just now we kind of laugh about it, but yeah, it was oh bold. yeah, yeah, dude, uh, you. Uh... You went to Montana. <laughs> I did go to Montana. You yeah. went to Montana last week. Um, uh, it was, it was I was wonderful. I was jealous of your trip in like a, you know, not an extreme jealousy sort of way, but I just think I've never been, well, not never. I, I've always wanted to go to Montana. I like one of well, those Well, we need to do a dad tales on location like, with our families. I really think we should go. Like just, it's out there. It's not really in the middle of nowhere, but like but, it's wide open. I mean, there's beautiful. not a lot of, I mean, <laughs> The pop, it, it's, they call it big sky country for a reason. There's a lot of open space and it's yeah pretty awesome. Yeah. And so you, I mean, you hung out with family, but you also did, you just kind of like helped your family out and, and went and saw things and yeah. You- so, um, so my, my aunt and uncle, uh, live out there and then I have a couple, some cousins that I'm really close with that. So every summer in, and used to be, well, so it started out every summer and every other Christmas we'd go to Montana and then Christmases we didn't go quite as much, but we still pretty much all the way really through college went every summer to Montana for about two weeks because my parents, so my dad's from Montana, right? They met my mom on a cruise and they both started living in Montana and then they ended up eventually moving to Kansas where they settled down and raised us. Um, and um, so we would go back like every summer we'd go back to Montana for two weeks. So my dad could see his, my dad has lots of, a lot of friends there still we'd be able to see my, my grandma and grandpa, I get to see my cousins and our, our group of cousins is like pretty close in age. So we're all really, really close. And now a lot of the cousins don't live in Montana anymore. But my, but my, my cousin who, the cousin who's second in line, basically like I'm the oldest. And then my cousin Quinn, um, lives in Montana and, and, and works there. And then my aunt and uncle are still there. And then my grandma. Yeah. And so, you know, with, with all the craziness of the last year, um, and just, you know, I have, I mean, I hadn't seen my grandma in a couple years and hadn't seen my, my cousin in a while. And we're, we're, we're really close and he's a, just a great, a great guy. And, um, so I just wanted to kind of get out there and get some time with them. So, um, flew out there. Uh, my cousin who lives in, uh, Helena came up to great falls where my grandma lives and we stayed with her, uh, uh, we did some kind of some stuff around the house, and then we eventually ended up going back, uh, going back down to Helena, where my cousin lives. And I got to—I've uh, seen his place once, but got to stay there for a couple of days. We watched the Masters golf tournament, nice. Spent some time together, and then I flew home from Helena. So, um, 
Nice. Yeah. So it was. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. It was just good. Like I've. Uh, you know. I in in full transparency and this might be controversial, but I've had the. I've gotten the. Been able to get the vaccine both doses yeah. and. Uh, so my grandma had as well, and I just. You know. I mean. I don't know. Like. I mean. I. I mean, you know, my cousin, some of my other cousins have come home over the year to see her, but you know, I know for a while there, I don't think she was, you know, I, I don't know how much she was seeing friends or things like that. And I just, yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to try to get out there and see her and get some time with her and time with my cousin. And yeah, so yeah, it was absolute, a, it was absolutely. a, uh, it was a good trip. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. And I know you went to see your grandma, but you also went to a, a bar, uh, that I, I think you went to the bar. We did. did we, the- well, we didn't, but we were going. We we. Oh, but uh, okay. but but we. I will. I will hopefully go. I'm. I'm actually. We're gonna go back this summer. Okay. With, well, then with, we can with, talk about it the when girls. you go because I. I want. I want the uh, the experiential uh, retelling of it all. Well, I mean, I can. I mean, I can. I can talk. I mean, I've been there plenty of times, but we don't have to talk about that. Um, we'll we, keep it fresh. We did go to a so uh, in Great Falls where my grandma lives. We went to a barbecue restaurant. That is new in Great Falls called Smoked. And um it was really, really good. And I, I like am kind of a barbecue snob. Yeah. But it's interesting. They open at eleven, eleven o'clock AM, and we got there about one. And okay. um Yeah, we got there about one. And they had like pork belly, like so on the menu. It's like they got brisket, they got pork belly, they got you know like your typical stuff. The only meat that was left was burn ends or not burn ends, uh, pulled pork because everything else had sold yeah. out already in two hours. Like uh-huh. you know, it's a good spot when stuff sells out like quick. Yeah, and it's, that's true. Uh, was there a line? Yeah, there's a line like out the door. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and but it was even the pulled pork was just like fantastic. It was well, so good. Great. So, anyways, I just. Smoked, yeah. all right. Yeah. So if you ever in Great Falls, Montana, smoked uh, down. It's downtown, really good. I'm uh, I'm going hunting this weekend with my dad and some friends, uh, and um, they want me to smoke a brisket. So are you <laughs> going to do like it? Stressing out about it. <laughs> <laughs> like I got to go to the store after this. I don't even think it's going to be open, but I got to go to the store after this and buy a brisket. I got to smoke it on a like a charcoal Weber grill, which is doable. Yeah. And oh yeah, you can do it. Yeah, it's just. It's stressful. I keep telling everyone, like, yeah, we might be having chopped chopped beef sandwiches because hopefully it turns yeah, out. Like, I don't, <laughs> not really sure. Uh, it was kind of interesting though. Flying, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if you've traveled yet uh, since kind yeah. of all the crazy, all the different. But I have they're not. now boarding planes from back to front. Yes. Which my friend, praise Lord. Which okay, so in it, it did. I liked it. I liked it. But actually, I got a video from a friend that said that that that's actually the. Even though it might be more efficient than the like original way, it's still not like there's actually more efficient ways that like broke down exactly how to do it. It was quite interesting. But anyways, it felt more efficient and it was like yeah. it it was like you know, they boarded first class and let those let the first class uh, people get on. And then they started <laughs> at the people. back and yeah, and then yeah, you just they just boarded from back to front. It it was it it was it was kind of it was like a little bit weird flying, but like don't I mean everyone like just had to wear masks. But other than that, it was like it wasn't. I don't know, like it it's kind of felt like oddly normal outside of the mask. Does that make sense? Like it was just sort of I don't know. Yeah, it, like, yeah. Well, and you you traveled a lot before COVID thing, shut things down, so yeah. I'm sure it was sort of like getting back into the groove for you. It was super weird. I mean, I traveled. Yeah, I traveled a ton, and then like in March of last year, I just like it was just done. You know, which is fine. I mean, it was nice time at home. Yeah. But um yeah, it was just like kind of uh, I don't know, kind of odd like 
yeah, it was just like back in an airport and stuff. Like it was just, it was just different. I don't know. Yeah. Was it like, uh, so I remember the first time I was in a crowd since like everything shut down. It was actually, uh, it was downtown when union station put up all their chief stuff. Oh, Emily yeah. and I sort of just like stumbled sure. upon it. It was crowded. And I, I think I was actually like not stressed about it, but like a little bit anxious about being in a crowd, not yeah. because I was worried about getting COVID or anything like that, but just because I hadn't been it's just like around different. that many people. Yeah. Was it weird being around that many people at once? It was, um, yeah, it, I mean, it, yeah. And it, it was, yeah, it was just, it, it yeah, it, it was a little bit different. I mean, so I flew Delta and Delta still is blocking middle seats now start at oh, the end of cool. April. They won't. So like basically I didn't have anyone next to me like the whole way, which was like nice. actually really nice. Like it's like you had the whole road to yourself. So like I'd put my bag under the other seat and then I'd have like a ton of room to kick my feet out and yeah, yeah. that was great. Um and then the airport like airport wasn't that crowded. I also was able to go to this like PGA tour lounge and I played like eighteen holes on this golf <laughs> simulator, which was amazing. Because uh, I had like five hours to kill in the Minneapolis airport. I'm like, I have no idea what to do with my time. Did you play at Augusta? No, so I wanted to, but um the they like that was like like they were having some trouble with it or something so i played at um tpc sawgrass so uh that's the uh it's a there's a really famous green that's like the island green so it's like surrounded by water and it's like a tiny little green on i think it's like on 17 or 18 and yeah. uh, so i played that one which was fun nice yeah yeah so that's pretty cool so anyways um but yeah it was it was it was it was good great to get out and see my family great to get out and see um uh you know, my cousin and, and especially my, my grandma, I just like love getting to getting to see her and spend time with her. And she's an avid listener. So she's going to sure she'll listen to this podcast. So shout out to my amazing, amazing grandmother. Who's a great woman, uh, super, just strong, strong person. And someone I just greatly admire. And I, um, yeah, if Lena turns out to be like a fourth of the woman that my grandma is, then I will feel very good about the job that I did raising her. Cause my grandma's oh, that's amazing. Great. That's so. great. Well, we're glad to have her as a listener. That's for sure. So thank Thank you, grandma. I love you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I love you too. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I forgot to tell you, we, I, I found out that there's, um, I found out another, someone I know is listening to dad tales. Oh, really? We have another listener who it is, uh, the Karani baby that is coming in September, 2021. Yeah. It's <laughs> dad tales nation. Dad tales nation. That's dad tales nation. That is amazing. Okay. So, so That's I, in exciting. full transparency, I've known about this for of course a, a little known, while, yeah. <laughs> but, but, and my wife will tell you that I'm terrible at keeping secrets, but I feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I've done a pretty good job of keeping my damn mouth shut on this podcast and other places not on this spoiling podcast. the yeah. fun. I thought I thought you might have let the cat out of the bag somewhere else, but it's fine because I think it was okay to let the cat out of the bag. Oh, oh, did I, where was, oh, okay, I remember where that was. <laughs> it's fine, though. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> We're, no, it. And it was never like a secret. Uh, no, I know, I know. But, but honesty, you want to you want to honor people like that they can kind of be the ones to tell, right? Yeah, definitely. And in all honesty, I just kept forgetting to ask Emily if it was okay to share on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so you are having a so you're having a baby. When is uh, I mean I don't want you to share more than you want to, but like when is the baby due? If yeah, you, actually, so general time September, frame. There's a due date of September 22nd, which is funny because okay. my birthday is the 24th. So okay, so we might be a having a double celebration. A birthday buddy. Yeah. Um, 
We will not be finding out if it's a boy or a girl. Okay. Um, okay, cool. We found out with Margaret. Oh, you did? Okay, but you're going to go surprise this time. Well, the deal was we can find out with the first one, but we can't ever find out again. And I, so I took that. Oh, so you took, yeah, you got to take it. That's like one marshmallow an hour, five marshmallows later. Yeah, I mean, if you really want, yeah. No, hey, I, hey, I, I respect it, man. (laughs) You got to do what you got to do. That's right. Yeah. So it's, it's cool. And actually, I just found out my sister who has two boys is having a girl in September. Uh, Okay. So I texted her and I was like, if I have a boy, we can just swap dressers. No, actually, that's actually kind of we'll that, that, take that, all your clothes. No, that that's 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 awesome. That that that's just so cool, man. And I'm yeah. I I am I'm so of course. I mean, I know I've told you this privately, but just super happy for for both of you guys. And um, I'm actually a little bit. I mean, I'm a little I'm a little jelly because nothing beats holding like a tiny little like newborn baby. I mean, we were just talking Dude. about that. Like, there's just something like just so. And I know that the newborn stage is is hard, right? And you, they're sleep, sleep deprived and they wake up all the time, but. Man, there's just something so cool about just like taking that newborn baby and just like putting them on your chest and just like rubbing their back and just like I don't know, yeah. like you know, like it's just there's just something special about it. That's I, that's that all little I can say. that little bag of bones, like they're just little little bags of skin and bones. They're yeah. so cute. No, they are. They are. So, um, hopefully, if COVID continues to be good when you have the baby, maybe I can come hold the baby for like five you minutes. Can, yeah. You can. <laughs> well, when Emily's not looking, I'll yeah, just I'll just hand you the baby really quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but just definitely, just so ha- happy for you, and can't wait to thank you. Um, Thanks, yeah. You can't wait for you to uh, give us all advice about how to how to go from playing a two on, you know, double teaming to, to double teaming a, a a child, and now playing. You got to play kind of man to man, one on one sort of defense. We you know, we will see how that goes. I really uh, want to find. I want to have someone that talks that we can talk to about what the transitions like from like playing man to man defense, where you got like two kids, to having three, where you got to play zone. You know, I think the key is you got to talk rough to him. I talk, you, I talk really rough gotta, to him really and, and run him off. Oh, by the way, you should tell everyone what I got you in Montana. Well, I don't know. I, I haven't seen it yet. Are you, I sent you a picture. Well, yeah, but I, I, I talk rough to him and run him off. <laughs> you encountered, you, you found a, uh, I found a Sasquatch a, sticker, a Sasquatch sticker. It's funny. What does the hat say? It's it says just, Sasquatch. It's just like, it's like Sasquatching or yeah, Squatching or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Squatching. Yeah, it says like Squatching on it. So <laughs> funny. I don't know where I'm going to put it, but uh, I'll bring thinking, it in. I'll, I'll get it to you tomorrow. I'll drop it by. I your was house. thinking I'll put it on my like my car uh, window. Oh, that's actually that's a great idea. Would it be okay on there? I don't know if it. Yeah, would we fall can. Off I'll put it on mine, and we can have ma- we can be matching. Matchy matchy <laughs> matchy matchy. <laughs> oh, so but yeah, dude. Man, I hope this so podcast is still around in September 21. So I guess I could. I could put the headphones on the belly and, and the baby could listen to it in the womb. <laughs> you should. That would be hilarious. Uh, um, yeah, no, that this would podcast be, will still be around. Yeah, I'm, it'll still be around. We're, we're, we're good. So, but no, but, um, but no, seriously, um, just really happy for you guys. And it's, yeah, uh, thank you. Super exciting. Thanks. So, Appreciate it. But so, but this got me thinking a little bit and we were talking about this, um, I don't know when I don't we we talk a lot so I don't remember when we were talking about this but yeah like as you, as your as your kids progress through life right you sort of go through these stages like we just talked about like the newborn stage right and like just getting to hold a baby and then they get kind of where our kids are now where they're sort of like in the toddler stage where they're starting to find themselves and 
starting to communicate more and, you know, there's more things they can do. Right. And then you're, you know, eventually we're going to go through these more, more of these stages. And it's like parenting is such an exercise in just like having, I don't know, like having open hands, right. Like just like, just like receiving sort of like the gifts that you get and like where you're at in each moment. And it's like, you have to, sometimes you have to like let go of some of the things that you love the most, like getting to hold like a, you know, peaceful, quiet, newborn baby, but then you get like, you know, when you come home, your baby runs up to you and is like, oh, daddy, I'm so glad you're home, you know? Like, yeah. And that's that's a beautiful thing. And then like, event, you know, like, and so it's just like so much of just like sort of being open to like the wonderful gifts that you get every day and like not being afraid to let go of the things that you really love as your kids get older because you know that like each stage is going to bring something new that's really special. You yeah, know? for sure. And I... um I'm definitely guilty of being like, like watching Margaret grow up. I've had the thought many times. And of course I'm like, wow, this is so profound. But like every parent before me has had this thought that like, uh, uh, when a day goes by and we put her down to bed, I've thought consciously so many times, like we are, we're not getting this day back. Like she's not going to be as little as she is today ever again, you know? And I think that really hit me when she started like, coming out of that newborn phase, like four or five months, I was like, wow, like we're not, we're not getting that little baby back, you know, like she's, she's changing, she's growing. And I think when you said that to me the other day, I immediately thought of when I, you know, when I feel like that, I think that, and when you say open hands, I hear like, uh, I hear gratitude yeah, of, of just being very thankful. And it, I think it applies beyond kids just to every stage of, life, which is hard sometimes because sometimes stages of life are really difficult, but, um, but to find those moments of like, what is, what am I grateful for here? Like, thank you somebody (laughs) for giving this to me, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I really think that I actually heard a really wise, um, person say, um, once that, you know, he, he, he was a Catholic priest, whatever. I'm not going to beat around the bush. And he has had the I don't know, joy uh, of accompanying people while they're dying. And he's, he's said to me before, like the happiest people, the people who are happiest with their lives at the end of their life are people who are just, who are grateful, who know that everything they've been given is gift. And, um, and, and it's not theirs to really hold on to, you know? So uh, yeah, but but isn't that true? Isn't that like, not to get into faith too much, but isn't that like true of our kids? Like they're not, I mean, they are our kids, right? But they're really not our own. Like they're destined for something greater than like what, like what we can give them. Yeah. And I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like they're like, our job is to help get them to heaven. Right. Like, yeah, absolutely. That's the reality of it. Spiritually speaking, 100%. And like, practically speaking, our job is to equip them and send them into the world. So like they can do great things and they're really not our own there, you no, know, so no. like whether I mean, it's, whether they're it's a product temporal. of our, our advice and our hard work, but they're not, they're their own person. Yeah, no. And yeah, yeah, I, that, that is, that is, and I, I joke about sometimes when you say stuff profound, but it really is like that. I've, when you talk about gratitude, um, like I've heard someone say that gratitude turns like everything into enough and I just think I, you know, like everything we have is a gift, right? Yep. The, the good stuff, the bad stuff, the, the moments where we make mistakes, like, you know, enabling texting when we shouldn't, the whatever it is, right? Like yeah. these are all, 
these are all gifts in a certain sense. And like, we have to see it with that perspective that one, it, you know, might, it might be something good. Like mon- you know, I, I have something monetarily. It might be something, you know, extrinsic, intrinsic, whatever it is. Sure. But like everything, everything that we have is truly a gift and we should be thankful for every moment of our lives that we can be here and we can, you know, make a difference or what, I don't, I don't know. I'm like kind of rambling, but no, I, I definitely think it, and it takes a lot of, it takes time and it takes perspective and it takes, it just takes like a, a conscious choice of being like, I'm going to be grateful today for something, for something, yep. whether it's, you know, that you're breathing. Like if it, and if yeah. it has to be that, that day, then it has to be that, you know, dude. So yeah. In May, dude, we should do this in May for the podcast. Hear me out on this. There's this, there's this thing that I know people do that's called a gratitude calendar. All right. Oh yeah. So you literally buy a calendar and every single day on the calendar square for that day, you write something you're grateful for. So what I think we should do okay, in May, I'll buy some funny calendars or something. Okay. In May, as a part of the Dad Tales podcast, and we can encourage our listeners to do it with us. Yeah. But starting May 1, we'll get calendars and we will do a gratitude calendar and we can talk about maybe just briefly each episode, some of those things that we're grateful for. I really like that what idea. Think? I think that's I think it's a great idea. Okay, so I'm going to order you a Chihuahua calendar that you can fill in. <laughs> we can talk. We can talk about the format of the calendar. Okay, fair enough. No, yeah, <laughs> but, but we need we need to we need to order like a funny calendar. We like it. We it's got this, we got to have a gag in there somewhere for the. Yeah, no, know. I think that's a good idea, and we can post about them every every week. And, yeah. and encourage people to do that too. You know, yes. share your share your gratitude posts. So if you are listening. And you're an avid listener, which I know there's a good amount out there because we have over like right around like about 600 listens total. So we've got some people that are avid listeners and I just want to say thank you for listening, but grab a calendar, grab something where you can write down every day starting in May, May one, get yourself a calendar. And as a, as a, you know, dad tells community, we're doing this. So I like it. I like it a lot. Gratitude calendar. Here we come. I like it. Uh, Quick subject change. Is yes. are you wearing the hat that you bought that Megan didn't want you to buy? Yes, that has a uh toucan on it. What did she say when, when you opened it? She was like, You don't need any more hats. And I said, I but I don't have a hat like this. Like I just I don't. I mean like I don't have it like look, dude, it's got a toucan on it. I know. I actually it was the hat if you watched um the French seventy five video. It's the oh, hat that I'm wearing yeah. in the French seventy five video. Okay. I, I love this. I wore it to Montana. It's like, it's my new favorite hat. I'm, That's your new favorite hat. hat. Yeah. I love it. I just, I saw it and I, I thought that was the one that you. It's from Howler Bros. Howler Bros. If you're listening, you want to sponsor us? You guys make great hats. Howler Dude, Bros. You should makes tag great them hats. in the French 75 video. Well, I, I will. And I'm definitely going to tag them in, on this podcast. I don't care. I mean, <laughs> but what's the worst they're going to do? They're going to be like, you know, no. I mean, I don't know. Okay. I'll <laughs> keep might. buying your hats. Hey, whatever. Whatever. So anyways, I mean, this is, this is the, I think we kind of, we wound around a lot on this episode, but um, we've done enough damage tonight. That's for sure. I think, I think no, we have, uh, but, um, just remember everyone out there listening, I think. And, um, first of all, you know, once again, Tom, congratulations. And I know there's a lot of gratitude in, in the gift that you guys are, are, are getting with baby number two. So certainly wonderful, but just, you know, find ways to be grateful and, um, get your calendar. So starting in May, we can do a gratitude calendar together and, and uh, we'll, we'll make sure that, you know, everyone can kind of share the things they're grateful for. So. Absolutely. And if, um, 
If you like this episode and if you like Dad Tales and you haven't left us a review yet on your favorite podcast provider, please do. Um, five yes. stars, five smiley faces, five beer cans, whatever it is. Rate us high. Yep. And yeah. <laughs> or, or low, be well, honest. And, and honest honestly, honestly, like rate us high and then write like a scathing review. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's fine too. You know, like it's okay, but just like. It'll still hurt our feelings, but yeah. Uh, but then we'll get better. Yeah, no, it will. And also, yeah, so no, please, uh, please engage with us on social media. Uh, I did take a little bit of a hiatus just from the general social media stuff only because I was in Montana. And while we put the episode out, I just kind of wanted to step away from my phone a little bit. So uh, we didn't really have a lot of posting over the last um uh, over the last week, but that will be. Because I don't, I don't do the posting. <laughs> yeah, Tom, yeah, Tom doesn't. I mean, Tom, Tom. There's a lot of stuff Tom does, but that that people don't see. Actually, there's there's really not. But um, no, it's okay. I I love you, but <laughs> uh, but but we'll be back. There'll be some more stuff coming out on social media. Uh, of course, we'll continue to post about the episodes. Uh, so get in touch with us on Instagram at Dad Tales, Facebook at Dad Tales, DadTales.com, Twitter at Dad Tales. You can also call and leave us a voicemail, 913-732-0980. Maybe call and leave us a voicemail, something you're you're grateful for. And um, once again, like we just really appreciate you listening and taking the time and, and uh, caring enough about what we have to say to be here. And um, we should have some some fun guests hopefully coming in the next month as well. So we'll be working on getting some, people, some other people on the show. And um in the meantime, uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Happy Saturday. We out. Bye. Thanks for listening to Dad Tales, the podcast by dads for dads. Please make sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasting. And also be sure to check us out on social media at Dad Tales on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Have a great week.